Hello and welcome to the Show and Tell podcast. I'm Naomi. And I'm Ellen. And welcome to this first episode of the podcast where we'll be taking a nostalgic look back at toys we remember from our childhoods. So I don't know about you, Naomi, but adulting is hard, especially in years like this year. And so sometimes you need an escape. And what better way than to have a nostalgic look back at when times were a little bit less complicated? When your your biggest worry was um, when if you had the latest version of the Argos catalogue. Not oh. that you could necessarily afford to buy everything. Sat there circling the ones you wanted. So every week we're going to have a new... We're going to be discussing a new toy, aren't we? We are indeed, yes. We're going to be learning some fascinating facts about that toy. We're going to be discussing our first memories of those toys and what really kind of we think of when we think about those toys. And... We're gonna be um we're gonna be looking at the adverts that were around um when those toys came out mm. and and reacting to them and seeing what we remember about them mm-hmm. and maybe singing along to a sing tune or two. Of course, that's what we're all here for. And of course, we're gonna be looking at some of the modern incarnations of some of these toys. Where are they now, Naomi? Where are they? And I don't know about you, but sometimes there were toys that I really wish I'd had but just never quite managed to get my hands on a little segment we're going to call Toy Envy. Do you have any Toy Envy, Naomi? Um, I think maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure. Do you know what? It, it, well, it all depends on the toy, doesn't it? This is it? true. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can remember maybe a couple of instances where I, I looked at something and gone, oh, God, I wish I'd had that. But then equally, there are some toys that I'm quite glad not to have had because some some mm. childhood toys are a little bit creepy they're not True. always that cute or fun. No. <laughs> and of course we'll be rounding off with who doesn't love a good old-fashioned quiz we're going to be looking at a selection of cultural topics from the release year from which our toy first appeared on the scene and jumped onto the shelves in the toy shops so join in there and see how highly you can score can you beat name and i Probably, let's be honest, because I'm realising I've got very bad general knowledge, but that's fine. So join in and let us know how you score with our release year quiz. And how can they let us know, Ellen? That is a very good question, Naomi. You can tweet us at pod, show and tell, all one word, pod, show and tell. Tweet us your results and any toys you remember that you'd like us to talk about and uncover in future podcast episodes. So I think, with all that in mind, I think we need to get kick-started with this week's toy. Um, Ellen, can you, don't tell us what it is just yet, can you tease us a little bit? Do you have anything that will get us, our, our listeners guessing as to what toy is this week's uh, special guest? Not special <laughs> guest. <laughs> well, Marvel. it's funny you should ask that, Naomi, because... I have here some top facts about this toy. Can you guess along at home to see which toy we're talking about? This toy was released in 1998. It sold around 40 million in the first three years. It cost between 24 and 35 pounds. And actually, the first year it was out, some people from the UK actually travelled to New York to get a cheaper deal at Christmas because of the exchange rate. It spoke its own language and came with its own dictionary, to translate into English, and it was re-released in 2012 when it was rumoured to have CGI facial features and Wi-Fi access. 
Which toy mm. we're talking about, Naomi? We are, of course, talking about the one, the only, Furby. Yes. Oh, I'd love a bit of Furby. Oh, yes. Brings it all back. <laughs> Ellen, what are your... What were your memories of Furby? Did you have a Furby? Well, actually, yeah, to be honest, I count myself obviously very lucky, especially bearing in mind it was 24 to 35 pounds. Thanks, mum and dad. Um, yeah, so yeah, I did actually have, I'm, I'm sitting here with him on my lap as we speak, actually, my little Furby, he's his little grey silver Furby with a lovely white tuft of hair on top. And uh, oh, yes, I, I remember getting him. I remember the excitement, actually. And I used to kind of, you know, hope every day that I was going to get my own Furby. And eventually that day came when went into town and went to John Lewis, no less. And I was given my very own Furby. It's very exciting. Oh, was it a birthday present? I think it... I think it was probably more of a Christmas present, I think. Something like that, from what I remember. Yeah, because Furby's, like you say, like that's quite expensive mm. for a toy. Yeah. hadn't realised, actually, so I feel very bad for my parents. Thank you very much. Um, what's your Furby's name? Do you know, I can't actually remember. And the trouble is, he hasn't got any batteries in him at the moment, so I can't even... Because apparently, like, the first name is, like, randomly generated. It's not like you buy one off the shelf and it's got its name on it. It's like the na first name it randomly generates is its name, apparently. So there you go. Mm. Oh, mm. okay. Mm. Oh. I didn't know that. No, there you go. Well, all the exciting things you can find out with Google, you see. Yeah. The trouble was, I don't know if, but like they were supposed to be able to, you were supposed to be able to teach it language, weren't you? And you, it was supposed to kind of learn new words and like talk at you. But the trouble is, I mean, I think mine, like in the end, I don't know whether it had a bit of a glitch or something, but it, you know, it, in the end, you literally woke it up because you had to tip it upside down to wake it up. And it would go like that. You're welcome. That was, that was for free just for you. And then you, it would wake up and, but then it would go like me, sleep again and just go back to sleep the whole time so whether i was just really boring for a furby i don't know but he just didn't want to talk to me so yeah did you have a lot of naps as a child <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> that must be what it was yeah it was just you know it learned the natural behaviors and just went back to sleep yeah obviously there you go yeah see i never i never had a furby and oh. i i've never been i didn't want one either um, and I don't know if I knew that many other kids who, who did have them, but I I thought that they looked, well, some of them, they looked cute, but I liked, as a child, I was like, if it's a furry, fuzzy toy, you should be able to cuddle it. And obviously, mm. Furby is, it, you know, it's a, it's a little robot. That's right. Well, I mean, if you listen to the sound of it, it's very sort of clunky. You know, it's not exactly kind of a teddy that you sort of... Yeah, so that's a very fair point, actually. Because I, I remember as well, like, I think before I got one, I think there was, like, something in the news, because like, it wasn't there a film or something, like, called... Like, it was, it was when Gremlins was out, wasn't it, I think? And I think they almost... They got... Was it they got taken to court or something? Because it was said that they looked too much like the Gremlins in... Well, Gremlins, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, apparently they yeah the design was too too similar or something like that yeah so there you go mm. 
But you know, luckily for my little Furby here, he uh, he survived, and he's still sitting here looking a little bit shell shocked at the moment. But he's fine. You should put some batteries in him. I should. I know. I was. I was going to get onto that, and then for reasons that we'll discuss later on, I decided maybe not to, just in case that we'll, we'll come onto that. The other thing that occurred to me, right, and I was sitting looking at, he's a very lovely, let's call him a silver-haired Furby, and it occurred to me, he's got a very lovely sort of, obviously very furry face, and it's very kind of got a very fine, what you might call beard, but it did occur to me, looking at him, he reminds me of a certain actor who has recently been sporting a rather fine um, silver beard, a very sort of handsome actor with a, a a more recent silver beard, Naomi, and uh, I may have mentioned this to you here. Uh, I've decided to call him the Michael Sheen Furby, actually, because I feel he's got uh, elements of that fine, fine Welsh performer to his image. And it got me thinking, actually, Naomi, and indeed listeners out there across the interweb, do you have any celebrity look-alike toys toys that you look at and go that is a dead ringer um, for justin bieber or cheryl cole for example well <laughs> well <laughs> no but <laughs> this has got a right we've got a this is the digressing <laughs> this is where we digress in the podcast okay so i i wouldn't say i have a I had a toy that looked like a celebrity, but sure, sure. I did have mm-hmm. a dolly, and I still have her somewhere, I'm sure, who looks like me. Oh, <laughs> and by that, let me let me let me uh, elaborate. So, I um this dolly, I I've got like a, a birthmark on my face, and the dolly has it in mm-hmm. the same very similar birthmark in the exact same place um and she it was meant same, to be clearly it was meant to be and she's um she's the she's the same uh, skin color as me um and that just mm-hmm. normally most of the the at the time anyway the the to- toys that were around the babies were the baby dollies were white skin so this was a darker skin dolly um and mm-hmm. so i always just she was just always sort of my favorite because she it sounds, oh. sounds vain, but yeah, she was similar to me. So I was like, oh no, she was my, she was my favourite one because we we had the same, we had both had dark skin and both um <laughs> birthmarks on our face. Oh, but that's really nice. Yeah. Oh, have, do you dare I ask? Do you still have this doll? Yeah, I'm sure I've got her somewhere. I would, I can't imagine throwing her away. I think. Well, no, no, that that close bond that you had to begin with. I mean, I I hate to think that came to a horrible sudden end when she got shoved in a bin bag and taken down to Oxfam. But but that that happened to some of my teddies because I (gasps) we were having some work done on the house and the label the bags were clearly marked. They were clearly marked teddies, and we kept them far away from whatever. um, I can't remember what what was happening in the house, but whatever was happening whatever building was going on and I think that they got thrown away and I was devastated because I like I had lots of lovely little cuddly toys who were they were they were the nostalgic I'm never going to give them away I'm going to give them to my children type mm. ones I think they got oh, up while I was a oh, bit hot. No. oh it's yeah. like Toy Story oh <laughs> yeah but that, oh, they that went to a, a good home though in the end but I'm like but your, yours may have gone oh. to a good home you never know Maybe. I told my friend this story once and he said that they've been used for insulation and I just got so sad. What a horrible thing to do. Oh, that's cruel. 
That is cruel. No, don't talk to that person. No. Ah, oh, yeah. On on the subject of uh, what we look like as babies, it has to be said that I was having a conversation with my mum the other day, and uh, she reminded me that um, you know, in um, Muppet Christmas Carol, with the ghost of Christmas hmm, past, the one the little kind of floaty one with the yeah. ginger hair. Apparently, it used to get commented on by strangers that I looked like this little floaty ghost from Muppet Christmas Carol. So there you go. That's an insight into my life. Oh, You're welcome. Oh. Just, just gonna leave that there. That'll probably get cut out, but it's fine. Just thought I'd add it in just for yeah, a bit oh of life history. A, that is such a specific. <laughs> it's very specific. Who says things like that? Well, I don't. It was someone I can't remember actually. Possibly in a in a cafe in Bath. So there you are. That's a little bit of my life story there for you, just to digest and enjoy. So back to the topic then. I have got a a, a very charming looking um, Michael Sheen lookalikey Furby, and I say that with utmost um, adoration. And yeah, I was, um, was going to say like, is that more of a compliment to the Furby than to Martin Sheen? I mean, I like to think that, you know, it's he's a very handsome man and this is a very handsome Furby. So I would hope that, that it's mutually beneficial Aww. as a, um, you know, sort of a compliment. So I hope he's very happy with that. Um, so, yes, if you at home, dear listener, have any toys that you affectionately can see a celebrity lookalikey situation, tweet us at pod show and tell either with your memory or if you've still got that beloved item from your toy collection, show us a picture and I'll pop a picture of dear old Michael Furby Sheen up on our Twitter feed so that you can all get an idea. And can we, can, can you also post a baby picture so we can do a poll to see <laughs> what he did look like? Well, you know, it's, it's a public vote. It's fine. <laughs> I can live with it. Um, but oh, by the way, I wanted to ask because you had Furby. Um, do mm-hmm. you know any Furbish? Do you remember any? There, there was a language, yeah, and I think it did come with its own dictionary, but I can't actually remember any, unfortunately. I just remember it going me slip again because that's what it used to say. Someone's hoovering next door, and I feel the need to go and tell them to be quiet. But there you go. Can, can you, as a side note, can you hear the hoovering or should I just carry on? I can't hear the hoovering, no. But for our listeners, the hoovering is happening where Ellen lives. So if you hear a hoover, this is true. we haven't made a mistake with the sound effects. It's real life, baby. Exactly. It's genuinely happening in my life right now. Yeah. Okay. Apologies for that digression there. So we've relived some joyful memories of Furbies and the world in which Furbies emerged in the happy land of 1998. Do we have some fascinating facts to share with our listeners, Naomi, about this wonderful toy product that came into our lives? Yes, so um, so basically, and this has been, Furby has had quite a colourful history, let's put it that way, um, and so... Mm. With like the development of AI, artificial intelligence, and that kind of thing, um, in from the nineteen ninety eight release of Furby to even its sort of um, uh, later success in twenty twelve, there have been lots of reports of um, 
there's just sort of suspicions about Furby, Furby being used for, for um, AI intelligence um, and with the development of Bluetooth mm. and things like that. Um, people have just, they're saying that there were like security failures in some of the Furby toys. Mm. Um, uh, so there's like concerns for, for safety because obviously it's meant to be a, a children's toy. Um, uh, so it makes me quite glad there are no batteries in my Furby currently, to be honest, you know, because... I mean, hopefully some people are listening, but maybe not the wrong people could be listening through my Furbies, so that sounds wrong. <laughs> Didn't you have... I'm sure you told me this before. Like, Wasn't there something on an, uh, an army base or something where Furbies were banned? Yes. That's true, yes. So that, and That's a good one to bring up, actually. Yes, so the National Security Agency in the US actually banned the toy from entering... Uh, their property because they were worried that it was going to be used to record sensitive information. So used for spying, essentially. So the, the National Security Security Agency in 1999 actually banned them from being on their property just in case they were being used to record sensitive information. So there you go. See, as a child, you wouldn't even... Would you, did you think, did you consider that before you got your Furby? <laughs> I've got to be honest, no. I mean, it's making me, yeah, it's making me reconsider a lot of my life choices. <laughs> what has it been passing on to a higher authority? I just don't know. The other thing I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true, and maybe someone out there can tell us if they've actually, you know, heard this is true or not. Apparently, there's a theory that you can turn your Furby evil, and I think it has something to do with you have to hold down its tongue, and allegedly its eyes turn kind of sideways and look all evil and then they talk more gibberish or something so that's how you create a, an evil oh, furby demon furby okay i know well, i mean they look so innocent and sweet and kind of like little owls but they know apparently i they will can say be i think some of them look quite creepy though i think some of them look like i would mm. look at some of those furbies and be like yeah of course you're being used they are a, they have got an, an element of kind of creepiness about them sure i see i i remember looking at mine and, and when i went through a harry potter phase i liked mine because he looked like an owl so i probably saw a more a happy side mm. Mm. oh that's a whole episode in itself listen out for that one ladies and gents Hmm. <laughs> something else as well so let's let's move on from the um hack sure furby mm-hmm. ai furby rumors allegations um so i i found out that um the design some of the designers of furby were worried that it would be too girly because it's sort of like a cuddly kind of fuzzy robot toy um so in order to appeal for boys bearing in mind this is the 90s as well so gender the discussions and conversation around gender are very different. Um, so what do you what what would you do to make a Furby more appealing to a male mm. uh, audience? I mean, if I'm honest, I've never really considered it to be an issue. I mean, I know that some of them, you know, are probably are they yeah some of them maybe kind of more kind of stereotypically girly colours, you know, purples and pinks and whatever. I mean, mine is very much grey and white. So I've never really kind of considered it as being particularly kind of girly anyway. But, I mean, do they, I don't know, do they give it a skateboard? Um, let it kick a football around? I don't know. We're going the opposite stereotype now? I don't know. <laughs> well, they gave the Furby the ability to burp and fart. Oh, come on. So... <sighs> 
like, like disgusting little boys and and you know so they it, the Furby sneezes um it sort of has those <laughs> yeah human physical <laughs> um, Toys one is the toy that farts, apparently. Exactly, see. And suddenly they're running to the toy shops with their parents begging for more. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there you go. The 90s, they were a different world, weren't they? Um, there's a... in I think around about 2018, there was um, a young uh, inventor from East London, and he actually took a lot of Furbies and he set them up and he wired them up to his own musical organ so that he could actually every time he pressed a note on the organ it made a different Furby sound so in existence somewhere in the world there is a unique Furby musical organ how amazing I, is that? I, I would really like it if sorry I was just having some crisps <laughs> I'm not very professional <laughs> <Hungry work. laughs> I would really like it if because um, that, that sounds like something that Richard Iwadi on Travel Man something that he would go and visit that he would take mm. his celebrity guest to so i just i'd like to find the person who made that that uh musical instrument mm-hmm. <laughs> and um pitch it to channel 4 travel man and be like listen send richard we need to know what he thinks of this that he would he would love it i'm sure <laughs> have ended up in life our next little segment that we like to call where are they now let's have a look at the latest incarnations of furby shall we Naomi? yeah is it <laughs> so is this not <laughs> i do know what's going on i promise <laughs> um is this the later than tw- did did Furby come back before, after twenty twelve? Believe it or not, yes, there have been even more. Inc- there are new modern incarnations of the Furby that we know and love. Would you like me to elaborate on the subject for you? Yeah, please. I mean, I did know, I did know that. Um, was it when Star Wars came out? Maybe actually this was earlier than 2012. This was 2005 that they released another. They released a Star Wars Furby. Ooh, um, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, what was, was it on the dark it, side or was it on the good? You know, the light side. Well, it was. Was it an Fur- evil Furby? Sega. It was called. It was called Furbacker. Oh. Oh, that's quite sweet. Yeah. Never seen Star Wars, so I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> as far as I but... can remember, Chewbacca was a goodie. Is a goodie. I'm sure he's still there. Sorry, I said it was 2005, 2015, and they, mm-hmm. the Furbacker Furby cost $80. There you go. That was an investment for Star Wars fans. So that was 2015. So, so bring us up to speed what's going on now, Ellen. Well, I haven't got an exact release date for this, but it is, as far as I'm aware, it's on sale now, and it's on sale by the Furby company on Amazon, just in case you're interested. Now, the Furby Connect toy. Now, bearing in mind, I thought 24 to £35 back in the day, and I know, you know, inflation and stuff, 
they're different. The Furby Connect toy today is retailing on Amazon for £169.99. And can you repeat that, please? <laughs> one because what? £169.99. I know. I know. It's an investment for your family members. So essentially it has an app so you can feed it through the app you can watch videos you can my favorite bit raise virtual furblings so essentially you can start a family with your furby which is kind of interesting oh that's so cute that's quite cute yeah um yeah you can sim- interact with it in a similar way that you would with your original furby so you can tickle it shake it turn it upside down things i remember with my furby when he woke up um and he's, you can use its ears as a joystick now, with my Furby, it used to do... I, I know. Because why wouldn't you want to, you know? Similarly, with mine, he just used to go to sleep whenever he felt like it. But with the new Furbies, it actually comes on the Furby Connect with a little face mask, which you just put on its eyes and it just goes to sleep. And when you want to wake it up, it'll you take off the face mask and it awakes refreshed and ready for life. So that's very exciting. There's also the Furby Boom figure which retails at 268.69. I know, I know, stun silence is well worth the money. So with this one, you can collect and uh, hatch virtual furblings, this is according to uh, Amazon, um, to fill your city in the Furby Boom app and try to get the golden furblings egg. You can hatch and raise virtual furblings with your Furby Boom and play games together using the app. You can give your Furby Boom creature virtual food, checkups, showers, and more, all using the app. And it remember the name it gives uh, you give it, and the names of other Furby Boom friends it meets. So it's all about social interaction via that Wi-Fi connection that we talked about previously, mentioned in 2012. And I should point out, it also has a CGI eye section so it can change its facial expressions it's got 150 animations to help express what the furby wants apparently i okay so it's coming up for christmas ellen you're an you're now an adult some would disagree but, that's but obviously fine. you want one of these furbies so do you think your parents would flash out <laughs> Almost $200 to... Can I be honest? I don't think they'd be rushing out that quickly to part with their pennies for a Furby for that price, if I'm entirely honest. I don't know about you. Now, you might call that stingy. You might call that, you know, looking after the pennies. But I... I just... I What I don't understand is... I I don't understand, like, what the point of the... Like... It's like having a Tamag- it's like having a Tamagotchi, but that's come out of the screen, and you have to log on to make sure that yeah. your toy that is in mm. front of you is okay. That is very true. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that, and I don't know. And also, how Ellen? Do you remember when you stopped playing with your Furby? <laughs> that sentence. Pretty much. <laughs> It's an unusual question to ask someone. I've got to be honest, I think it was probably shortly after it just kept going, sleep again. You know, so like if you paid £270 to just have something to fall asleep the whole time, I don't think that would be... No. And I'm also assuming that if um, if it's an app, 
then wouldn't you have to keep on splashing out money to upgrade it and to do you know what I mean? I suppose potentially. I, mean, I think the app is. I think it says the but the app is free to begin with. But whether or not you then, yeah, maybe there could be. I don't know if there's in-app purchases and all of that jazz. I should probably say that, like either mm. Ellen or I, if it's not clear by now, like we're not affiliated with any. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not an advert. We've not been gifted. And, and our facts are um, also you know. facts that we got off the internet. So, you know, we sure we, yes, you know. We take every everything with a little bit, of, a, a little pinch of salt. Sure, absolutely. You know, if you if you disagree with some of the facts that we've come up with, please do tweet us at Pod Show and Tell, yeah. and we are happy to improve on our information there for you. Yeah, and we will try and source where we found reliable sources. We will cite them <laughs> just to sure, absolutely. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. that that's current Furby um let's take it back in time just a little bit for when so when Furby first came out that was 1998 how old were you in 98 mm. I was six going on seven in 1998 yeah. oh cute um, I know back in back the day in the how old were you Naomi um I was six turning seven I think there you go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good time. Um, let's, should we have a little look at? Because so every week, um, in each episode, we are gonna look back at some of the adverts that were around when the toy was first released. So Furby, that was nineteen ninety eight. Um, so let's have a look at one of the adverts. Um, neither Ellen or I have um have uh watched these before before now. Okay, right. See you on the other side of this advert. In this advert that we watched, the two um, little girls each have a Furby and one little girl's Furby sneezed and then the little girl was like, now my Furby's caught her cold. Well, that's topical, isn't it? Well, my first thoughts on seeing that advert were Furby looks bigger than um, what I remember. Um, And also... Question: Can Furby walk? Did Furby move? No. Well, they've got like I'll uh, I'll try and explain from my my personal Furby that I have here. He's got sort of like a kind of a unit on the bottom. You can hear it sort of making sort of like kind of clacking noise, and it's sort of, it can rock on this kind of base, but he can't walk as such. I don't know whether he can sort of shunt himself around. Maybe he can sort of turn around and stuff, but not really. He can't sort of no walk himself around that much. I mean, I, I would question, to be honest, it says, like, you know, the first, was it Digipet or something? Or, or something like Gigapet or something. I mean, I, I don't, I, I would question the uh, the, the ethics of, of, of lock it, shutting a pet in the cupboard, as they've done um, in the in the opening of the advert. And the girl opens it, what's that? That's my Furby. And she's, like, locked it in a cupboard. Now, you know. That's if that's how you treat all of your pets, young lady. The RSPCA are going to be coming round, but you know, I uh, that... maybe that's what where her Furby likes to sleep. Maybe that's one of the phrases it's furbish. Maybe. Please lock me in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
it looks smaller than the one I've got, to be honest. It was quite cute. Yeah. So if you saw that with, with your phobia, 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 oh God, phobia, phobia, or phobia, as I like to call it, if you saw that phobia on the shelf, would you be enticed to go and ask for it for Christmas? Hmm. Honestly, for thirty-five pound, no. <laughs> um, mm. I think no. I think it's, that is a very fair point. I think it's cute and it's fun, but I, I don't think I would. To be honest, I don't think I. No, because because to me, I can no. I can see that it's a very solid toy. Like it's not a cuddly. It looks cuddly, but it's not. And I think that. Seven-year-old Naomi would just be like, "I need to be able to cuddle it." <laughs> That's well, fair point, you know. And like, it says on like in, in the the blurb and things on MMA, but you know, you can tickle it. Well, I remember like it's quite it is quite a solid toy, and I do remember, you know, I mean, I think there's a faded patch on the front of mine where I probably tried to tickle it, and it's not it doesn't really give into that. You know, you can't really do a lot with it because it is quite a solid you know it's quite a brick yeah. underneath all its and fluff, it is you know? is it he- not heavy but it has a weight to it doesn't it because the battery it's quite yeah it's quite weighty yeah you can imagine a small child might struggle to you certainly couldn't carry it around very many right. places hmm. probably why they have locked it in the cupboard because you can't do all that and imagine if you're the kind of little child you know a small child gets hold of it if they whacked someone quite heavy around the head with it that would be quite painful <laughs> not that i'm saying small children are beating up their siblings with furbies but you catch my drift. Right. A, a furby would be a dangerous weapon of choice <laughs> well you see could be dangerous yeah. in the wrong hands hmm Did you ever take your Furby? Did, did I ever, ever attack have... my sister with it? Yeah. A, did you ever attack anyone with your Furby? And B, <laughs> um, did you did you have show and tell at school? Because um, we should probably say, that's mm. why the podcast, if it's not obvious, um, or if you didn't have that, grow up with that. Mm. You know, show and tell is a feature in primary school where you bring in something special. Um, and, and for lots of kids, that, that was toys. So did you ever bring in... Um, your Furby, your Michael Sheen Furby, who was not called Michael Sheen at the time, but I can't say that we did have show and tell, but I never took it in for for anything like that. I mean, can you imagine, like, if you're a parent and you've spent thirty five pounds on this thing for your child, you would you would like forbid them to take it out of the house, right? Because can you imagine if you took it out and either they dropped it on the road and it got smashed, or someone at school nicked it, you you wouldn't risk that, would you? I don't know. Maybe that's just me with my cynical adult view on it. But yeah, no. When you think about it, the fact that you've talked about um, your Furby, you know, this 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 show and tell podcast is your show and tell moment for you and your Furby. You, there you are, you see. I, I feel like it's some kind of closure for me now. It's uh, yeah. brought, brought full circle now. I, I no longer need to express my joy of Furby because everybody knows now. Thank you very much for this therapy session. <laughs> very welcome um the therapy session is not over yet because we still need to watch the 2012 advert so this is Birdie's, um big comeback i'm excited okay let's do this i found that quite traumatic that <laughs> that is, quite, um... i can't lie 
that was intense. Wow. I mean, God. I mean, I, I, I have two feelings. First and foremost, I kind of feel sorry for that Furby and whatever Kevin thought he was doing to it. But those eyes! I know! They're so creepy! Terrifying! I mean, just, what, yeah. What, oh, what was wrong with the eyes before? The eyes were lovely yeah. and big and colourful before. Well, mine, mine are grey, personally, but uh, yeah. But they just, no, those were just like, what? And the, the tagline, if that was an official advert going, what will you, how will you change your Furby? Like, oh, you're just out to traumatise it and totally ruin it. Oh, hang on, so I've got a Frosty the Snowman advert coming up. Stop it. I don't know where that came from. Shush. Sorry. YouTube decided I might benefit from Frosty the Snowman. Stop it. Sorry. Carry on. It must have been an official advert, right? I, would, I think probably, yeah. Yeah, because I obviously kind of put a lot of effort into getting the eyes and everything. Yeah, I would think it was. I No, I don't like those computer-generated eyes. No, no, they're scary. And also, I feel like that advert was basically everything that you previously said, like, don't do. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> like, that That Kevin was dangerously close to just hurting, some, hurting Furby and hurting someone with Furby. Like, that's how not to treat your toy. Yeah. This is true. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, when it was put in goal and then it got knocked. Oh, I felt bad for that Furby. Yeah, and also, and that, to be honest, Furbies are not. They would not be that resilient. And like, like you said, you'd be too mm. nervous to take your Furby and tell because kids getting their their hands on it because they'd be so excited. So like, you, there's no way that you can do all of that to the Furby. And oh, I don't know. What was the point of it to be like? Buy, yeah. buy this buy this toy so that you, buy this toy for your sister for someone's sister so that the brother can upset her like I'm very smash confident. it up yeah 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 that's not mm, this kind of toy that can just create like rage but actually mm, interestingly as well right he stole his sister very much a toy for his sister so very girly and the boy has stolen it so is it now in 2012 was it aimed at girls have they given up on trying to make it a boy thing? Well, oh, I don't know, maybe. But then, Ooh. because he did all that to the Furby, poor Furby has had a very traumatic experience. Nobody else. The Furby is now changed to what become more mean. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I mean, it's the idea that you like totally. Yeah, I mean, you just totally manipulate your Furby so it is some kind of, well, whatever you want it to be. It's like a lesson in manipulation, which is a little bit worrying. <laughs> but, you know. That was totally different to the first innocent, sweet 98 mm. Furby. That we yeah. Made. And I mean, I know, you know, I'm potentially a little bit biased because I've got my poor little 98 Furby sitting here and I wouldn't want anyone, you know, strapping it to the front of his bicycle or kicking a football at him, but... I gotta say, I do prefer my uh, the ninety eight Furby. I think it's more, like you say, kind of more innocent, and you know, you kind of want to look after it more. Yeah, yeah. What? Okay, what animal is a Furby? What is it a cross hmm. between? Well, 
I used to think it was an owl, right? But I mean, I did when I in, amidst my googlings, I read that it was like a cross between an owl and a monkey, and I think somebody else said a hamster. But are they not like sort of like a little hamster. alien creatures anyway? Yeah, which I wouldn't have seen personally. I don't know what kind of hamsters other people have been looking at, but. <laughs> mm. I mean, the owl. Obviously, like, I can see that. Yeah. There's just something about, yeah, I don't know, otherworldly, shall we say. Yeah. I think I always kind of assumed that they were, yeah, like alien or from, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I can see why the Gremlin people were a little bit put out. Put out, yeah. Yes, for want of a better word, yeah. I don't think I've watched that film, Gremlins. I've never seen it. No, I mean I I know of it, but I've not. No. Probably because of my allegiance to Furby, I went. No, I'm sorry. If you're going to criticise the Furby, I don't want anything to do with your film. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, so obviously, Naomi, you didn't have a Furby, and um, yeah, you've said you didn't particularly want one, and you found them a bit creepy. I mean, obviously, if they've been the 2012 version they would have given you nightmares so we completely understand that was there ever kind of anything that anything that made you wish you had had a furby or was there like around that kind of time anything that you know you regretted and you 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 wanted instead that kind of thing um i'm not sure i think i think the equivalent would have been like i say a more like cuddly toy where you press it or something and it it says something but I I don't think so I think I wasn't I wasn't one of those children who like wanted every toy that I saw or wasn't mm. wasn't spoiled like that um Fair so enough. I think it probably yeah. didn't really bother me that I didn't have a Furby and there wasn't anything else like Furby like I did want I was never really drawn to like um animatronic robots <laughs> type. creepy owl monkeys that kind of like, wasn't really your thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I can remember like maybe going to a friend's house and and it would have been the thing of like oh I'll push the button or see what it does oh this is all it does okay I'll move on so I think mm. you know Furby would have it would have been wasted on me I think I would have stuck to stuck to my dollies or my barbies Fair. Um, yeah yeah and I, I read a lot as well, so <laughs> I stick to my book. Fair enough. Basically, what you're saying is, Ellen, I had a life. <laughs> Fine, I'll take that. I'm gonna... <laughs> I think I think Furby is like a sort of an ornamental toy. Like, yeah. You know, you can't. And and the way it's built, you can't really carry it around like you would. Mm. A doll. I mean, I think. Like that. I think it. The advertising kind of promised a lot more of it than what it actually did. You know, this idea that, oh, you could teach it English and it would learn phrases and it could have conversations and you could learn its language, where in actual fact all it did was kind of sit there making random noises. You fed it, it went, and then, you know. So I think the the idea behind it was, you know, they, they were kind of, it was very much kind of hyped up into being, and maybe other people had more success than I did. Maybe theirs didn't just go to sleep. But, you know, I think it was, the implication was that you could sort of, you know, create a friend. I mean, that's not why I got it. I was like, I need a friend, but yeah, I think, yeah, the the kind of 
the, the idea behind it was kind of offering more than it actually did. But, you know, I still have my Michael Sheen Furby, so I suppose that says something. Isn't it? I need to get batteries for it so that we can, we can get, we can... Well, so I can spy on me, is what you're saying. <laughs> what you need to do is tweet the, uh, tweet a picture of the um, of your Furby, and let's see, <laughs> let's see if uh, if people can see the resemblance to Michael Sheen. Sure, no, absolutely, I will definitely get on that. And yes, if anyone at home has any, like any any Furbies, sure, send us your pictures. Also, if you have any celebrity lookalike toys of any kind. Send us those in at Pod Show and Tell. We'd love to yeah. see. Okay, so to round up this episode and round up every episode, we do a little quiz where Ellen and I ask each other a couple of questions. Um, sort of like a, how would you describe it? Like what the year that Furby was released? Oh, yeah. So yeah, so our release year quiz. So kind of popular culture questions from the year that the toy in question was released. So because obviously we've mentioned Furby was first released in 1998, but also came back in 2012 with its scary eyes, we're going to have a crossover. So there'll be some questions that Naomi will ask me that are set around 1998, and I will ask Naomi some questions about 2012. So if you can get all six right, which, you know, obviously some of you will be able to, and I'll probably get none right today, but that's absolutely fine. You know, tweet us in and we can we can start a leaderboard. See how we do. Yes. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to, shall we alternate or do you want to ask all your questions in one go? How do you want to do it? Uh, shall we alternate? Would that make it yes, more fun? please. Okay. So shall I start? Because I, I took the 98 questions. Shall we start in, in that one? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so your, your first question is, what was the biggest selling single of 1998 in the UK? Okay. Hmm. So that was around the top. I got my to talk around the top before I come up with an answer. Uh, so we've got people like Steps, Billy Piper, haven't we? And Bewitched. Hmm. So I'm going to say... Hmm. Hmm. Because allegiances, I'm going to say... Is it... Last thing on my mind by Steps. No, it wasn't. Would you like another guess? Sad times. Uh, let's go for because we want to. No. Dream a little bigger, darling. Hmm. Let's go for all oh, Bewitched. Let's go for Sailor V by Bewitched. No. The biggest selling single of 1998 was Believe by Cher. Oh, um, there you go. And I had that album. That's my, my Cher. Shall I do it again? <laughs> Please do, yeah. Do you believe in love after love? There you go. That was glorious. It's like she's in the room. That's magical. I actually had the album that that was on, on a cassette. Would you believe? Oh, there you so go. That that was that stayed um at number one for seven weeks. Oh well, congratulations, Cher. I'm very sorry I got that wrong. Okay, would you like a question? So, your 2012 question. Should you choose to accept it? Which band were in a pay ho- payphone trying to call home in 2012? Maroon Five. Correct. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Wow, very proud of myself. Congratulations. Hey, uh, so your question, 
which Disney Pixar film was one of the highest grossing films in 98? So it's between one of two in my mind. I'm going to go for, was it A Bug's Life? Yes! Oh, amazing. I do love that film. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you for being nice to me in that question. That's glorious. Okay, your question. In which film of 2012 did Meryl Streep and Olivia Colman portray Margaret and Carol Thatcher? I'll say that again. In which film of 2012 did Meryl, Meryl Streep and Olivia Colman portray Margaret and Carol Thatcher? The Iron Lady. Congratulations, correct, yes. Very good. I didn't... So, what, Olivia Colman played Carol Thatcher? Yes, yes, indeed. Oh, I don't remember that. Okay. I think that's right anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look that up. All right. Mm. Mm. Okay. Well. So it's currently 2-1 to you now, Naomi. 2-1. It's not, it's not a competition. It's, it's not. All just it's all fun good fun. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm winning. Well, I like to see how badly I can lose, so let's see how we can do this. <laughs> okay, so your final ninety-eight question. Mm -hmm. I think you're you're a footy fan, aren't you? So I, you'll know oh, this. I don't sure. know. Don't know now. Who won the World Cup in nineteen ninety-eight? Which country? Oh, that's a tricky one. I was worried you were going to ask me a sports question because my 98 knowledge. The World Cup in 98. Oh, it's between two. Again, I'm going to plump for the wrong one. Was it France? Yeah. It was France. It was. Amazing. Phew. Pulled that one back. Don't know how I managed that. Thank God. France 98. I vaguely remember something of it. Well, excellent question there. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay. Would you believe you've got a sport question from 2012? Not that any big sporting events happened in 2012, but let's try and find one. So, <clears throat> now this is a, a three-part answer, but I think you'll probably get it. Name the three Team GB athletes who won athletics gold medals on Super Saturday at London 2012. Name the three Team GB athletes who won athletics gold medals on Super Saturday at London 2012. Um, Jessica Ennis. Good. Mo Farah. Good. Right. Is the other person a uh, water sports? No. A bit drier than that as it goes. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, that guy, Rutherford? Very good. Is that his name? It was. Do you know the first name? You got you got Rutherford, that's fine. Greg Rutherford. There you go. Oh, Congratulations. Yes. There you go. Glorious. At the end of that, it was 3-2 to you, Naomi. So I'll be a gracious second place. We won't say loser, we'll say second place. So congratulations. Is it weird that 98 seemed, like, much clearer in my memory than 2012? <laughs> well, I don't know what you were up to in 2012. I mean, you know. Uh, 
I suppose you have different outlooks on stuff, don't you? And sort of different nostalgias because when you're when you're a child, things seem more exciting somehow, don't they? Oh. Well, well, I hope that changes for our um our adult listeners. I hope it's been a nice little trip down memory lane. And if you have any memories, exactly, and that's kind of a chance to kind of revisit things that that you maybe kind of hadn't thought about for a long time, and then you suddenly went, "Oh, Furby, yeah, I met," or maybe you're going, "Oh, thank God, I never had one of those." And if you have any memories of any of these toys, please do tweet them at us at Pod Show and Tell. And uh, of course, if you if you got six out of six correct, or if you have any other questions for our quiz that you'd like us to put to to each other or, or on on Twitter, then tweet us those as well. Yeah, yeah. If you have any um, toy recommendations, like things you think that we should um, we should look at, or if you've got any fun facts about even this week's toy, which is Furby. Um, yeah, get in get in touch with us and and let us know. Um, oh, this has been fun. This has been really good fun. This has been excellent. I've loved this. I hope people have enjoyed listening along at home. And uh, yeah, hopefully join us next week uh, when we'll be looking at another undisclosed as yet toy from from our nostalgic past. And have a look out on our social media platforms uh, on Twitter uh, for some. Hints and tips and clues as to which toy we'll be looking at next time. Yeah. Do we do we know how to um do you know how to sign off in Furbish? <laughs> um, Damn it, we should have prepped. I know. Well, in uh tradition of my Furby, I will just end with me, slip again. <laughs> <laughs>